David Cross, and you may know me from my election integrity work, but I also own U.S. Asset Management, a family-owned and operated investment advisory practice. I'm a certified portfolio manager, and my job is to help you make better decisions with your money. One of the things we try to avoid is investing in companies that push the woke agenda. If you're invested with one of the big firms out there, there's a pretty good chance that you're feeding the beast that hates your values. Our company is 100% conservative, and we'd love to have an opportunity to work with you. Check us out at us-am.com and look for our big, proud American Eagle logo. It is necessary to investigate before legislating. But the line between investigating and persecuting is a very fine one. The investigators tell us it seems the suspect was going to pass them, then turned and fired. Laura, what you're seeing behind me is one of multiple locations. I rise to support the impeachment of President Donald J. Trump. And I'm about to talk to him about allegations that he was involved with prostitutes in Moscow and that the Russians taped it and have leverage over him. Welcome back to Information Operation. We have interviewed Christina Caramo, the Michigan now chair of the GOP, several times over the last couple of years, I guess. Welcome back to the show, Christina. Thank you so much, Todd, for having me on. So, uh, look, you've been in, let's get right to the point. You've been involved in some controversy over the last week. Uh, Laura Loomer reported some things. Uh, I, I, let's get straight to the top. It, it says that you were president of unauthorized. Is that true? What is unauthorized and why are you president of unauthorized? Yeah, I was a, I was president of unauthorized for a short mm -hmm. period of time, and unauthorized is a five hundred one c four, and so five hundred one c fours are nonpartisan. And the group mm -hmm. was started by a group of us who are really advocates for election integrity. So the executive mm -hmm. director is Matt Mech, which interestingly is a person that Laura Loomer is connected to. She knows the guy, so mm -hmm. why she's falsely reporting about who we are is kind of troubling. But unauthorized was started uh, because back in 2021. There was a group of us who gathered in Las Vegas and we put together a candidate coalition for secretary of state candidates. And our focus was to be a counter to the George Soros secretary of state project where he put people like Jocelyn Benson and Jenna Griswold, Katie Hobbs and all these people mm -hmm. in these secretary of state positions, because if they can control the election system, they can control the country. So we have been working together for almost three, three years, almost. So it'll be the May of this year. It'll be three years. We've been working together to stop systemic election corruption because it is destroying our country. Uh, when we ran, a bunch of us, like Rachel Hamm from California, uh, mm -hmm. Mark Fincher from Arizona, what a lot of us found when running for Secretary of State, because some of us were new to running for public office, is that many of the individuals who provide resources for candidates are extremely expensive. And also these people who provide training and other information, they rip you off and they don't support constitutionalist values. So Unauthorized was formed as a 501c4 to provide citizen training and education and support for constitutionalists and election integrity efforts. And that's what our goal is. Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. My <laughs> camera just got kicked in the mail. No. It's kind of no, odd and embarrassing. But, it happens. Um, yeah, so nevertheless, <laughs> um, our efforts are to fight systemic election corruption. And that's what five, uh, Unauthorized is all about. And so, you know, there's been certain events like the Hand Count Roadshow, other things that Unauthorized have been supportive of 
to ensure that we have secure elections. Now, I'm no longer the president is because I didn't feel like I could fulfill my duties to both my guy and unauthorized. And I never received any money from them. I never got paid. It was nothing of that sort mm -hmm. whatsoever. It was literally a volunteer effort by people like myself and Matt Mack and Rachel Hamm of California who ran for uh, Secretary of State where we wanted to provide help for those who are fighting against systemic election corruption. Naturally, as a 501c4, um, it's nonpartisan. So if an individual happens to be an independent or a Democrat and they like, hey, we love what you guys are doing, can you come present to my group? It's a 501c4. Mm -hmm. You have to. You can't say no. That's, that's the nature yeah. of the beast. Um, but my reason for resigning as, as, as president of unauthorized is simply because I just didn't have the time. And to be frank with you, I did not anticipate the internal conflict and the amount of sabotage we would experience from other Republicans. I didn't realize it would consume my time that way. So um, we just thought- You mean, you mean in Michigan? Or, yeah, in Michigan. Yeah. Uh -huh. So we just felt it was best based on my time. And I just had to make sure that I didn't have any conflicts of times and interests. So, but I, I just decided to step aside from unauthorized, but I still support their mission. When, when did you resign? So I began the process over the summer because I let Matt know that I just didn't have the time. Uh -huh. And I asked him to begin looking for a replacement president back in June. So mm -hmm. back in June, okay. I informed them that I couldn't serve as chair to please, president, excuse me, that I please find a replacement. And they began that process. And so I didn't officially resign until October. But again, the thing about it is, is that somehow the claims that it's a problem Many of us, our board members are involved with a myriad of nonprofit organization and nonpartisan organizations. That's not a bizarre or an unabnormal thing to do. The reason why what's so frustrating is that we here in Michigan are fighting the cause of election integrity. And when we have individuals who put on a MAGA hat, that it dupes a lot of people into believing that whatever they say is true. And as you know, from the work of the candidate coalition, we've been, again, we've been working together for almost three years on a cause of election integrity. So anyone mm -hmm. who knows what we are about knows that her claims are not true, that we're helping Democrats. No, it's not that we are helping Democrats. We're providing constitutionalism and election integrity training as a nonpartisan organization. So if the people who request our help are independents or Green Party or tax-free or libertarians, unauthorized is going to provide that citizen training and that information to fight for election integrity as a nonpartisan organization. So would I be a part of a partisan organization unless it's the Republican Party? No. <laughs> so let, let's dig into that a little bit. So Laura said that you were helping Democrats get elected. Is that not true? Or That's not true. No. Okay. No. Okay. And so the what it is unauthorized as a 501c4 it was provide, provides training and assistance to individuals who are for constitutionalism as an organization, but I've never provided support to help Democrats get elected. So if you check mm -hmm. out the page unauthorized.1, people can clearly see that the goal is election integrity and constitutionalism. And then they mm -hmm. do provide candidate support. Now I have not provided support to Democrats. That's not the goal. The organization is nonpartisan. So again, I decided to resign as president mm -hmm. because I have my duties with the Michigan Republican Party and being a part of president of a 501c4, it just provided too many conflicts. And I just realized it was something I could not do both. But the organization is still something that I think people need to support because if we don't have secure elections, we don't have a country. 
So uh, let's move to the GOP in Georgia. A lot of, I think, I don't know the numbers, a, a majority of the precincts or what, not precincts, but districts have asked you to resign. I, I read, is that true? Or where where does that stand? So, yeah, so we did have uh, chairs, uh, district chairs here in Michigan who's asking mm -hmm. to resign and I'm not going to. And he mm -hmm. here's the challenge. Um, when these individuals put together a letter stating that I need to resign, the claims they're making in the letter is deceptive. You know, one mm -hmm. of the things they complain about is that the Mackinac Leadership Conference lacked prestige that it has in years past. Well, if you go, and I'll send this to you, Todd, as a matter of fact, if I took a picture in 2021 in front of the plaque when the first Mackinac Conference for the Republican Party was held, do people know why it was held? Well, if you read the plaque and I'll send you a picture, it was held to move the Republican Party away from, quote, isolationism to, quote, internationalism and to get the Republican Party to support uh, the America entering into NATO. So the very foundation of the Mackinac Leadership Conference is really uh, is juxtaposed to what the vision of this administration is. So naturally, the people who support the conference in the past aren't going to buy into the constitutionalist vision. And so we brought in a lot of speakers. We brought in people like Jim Caviezel and Carrie Lake who support a constitutionalist vision. And unfortunately, many of the people who in the past who've attended the conference didn't support it, but we still had the conference that the people who elected me loved. And then they made claims of, you know, complaining that we're, we filed a legal action to, to seek declaratory relief regarding some assets and an issue we have with Comerica Bank. Again, as the chair of the Michigan Republican Party, I have a fiduciary duty and a duty of care to protect this organization. And so if individuals or institutions are engaging in conduct that harms the Michigan Republican Party, I don't care who it offends. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do the right thing. So these individuals, the fact they, you know, re, re, you know, resorted to dishonest claims, you know, because what they do is half truths. You know, so they go, oh, the party, you know, now it's five hundred thousand dollars in debt. It's like, well, we inherited that debt. And that's part of the dispute we're in right now is we inherited this debt from the former administration. Mm -hmm. And uh, what happened in more detail is that the bank, Comerica Bank, for months would not give us the original line of credit documents. After we got, got possession of the original line of credit documents, we find out that the old building that we don't use is collateral on the loan. So as chair, being a fiduciary, I decided uh, <laughs> we're going to, we want to go and go after the collateral, settle the debt, you know, mm -hmm. um, and I do not believe I should ask the grassroots of Michigan to give us thousands of dollars to pay off a debt to say that I didn't pay off a, an inherited debt to save a building I don't use. We don't use the building because we were told it would cost us $12,000 to use the building. And I thought that that was completely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So I decided we're going to let them have the building. building. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let them have the building is what you're yeah, saying. Let, let, yeah. Let the bank take the building. And so there's disputes. And then we have reason to believe that there's an entity who's been conducting business as the Michigan Republican Party, which gives causes, you know, has legal questions. So, again, if, if you start getting into the weeds, that's the challenge. You know, these individuals make false claims that that's in the weeds. So the average person just goes, wow, eight district chairs really want this woman gone. Well, they don't look at the evidence. Like they make a claim in the document like, well, you know, she has convicted felons working. She has felons working for the party. Number one, uh, no, we don't. And number two, one of the people who signed that letter spent press. Uh, spent time in prison for stealing almost $300 million. One of the people who signed the letter actually hmm. spent time in prison for stealing almost $300 million from people. 
So hmm. it's again, these people are completely disingenuous, completely disingenuous. Who, who are know? the names? Who who are the names that are against you? And I mean, are are they are they rhinos? Are they MAGA? Are they not? Are they both? Or do you have a you sense know, of who there's, it is? There's a term we have in Michigan called me firsters. Mm -hmm. And me firsters are individuals, they will beat their chest of I'm America first. But when it comes down to it, their conduct is contrary to such. You know, for example, Laura Loomer with this, she posted a promoting a report. Now, are you familiar with Project 65? Yeah, we were targeted by them several years ago. Yeah. Okay. So this shows mm -hmm. you her lack of credibility. Mm -hmm. She published a report someone put up against me. It's, oh, there's this 140-page report, blah, blah, blah. You know who one of the sources for the report to try to discredit me? Project 65. Hmm. So and in that report, her audience, this was the, I forget who's, well, I know who's eventually behind it, but the it was a project to out in the media, allegedly people who were, I don't remember exactly, taking money from Russia or something like that. It, it was a, it was one of those, uh, truth and news, you know, fact finder kind of situations, right? Well, well now with this, this, they, they I, I wasn't aware of that, but they apparently have worked because what they're doing now is to try to strip the law licenses away from election integrity lawyers. Hmm. That's what they're doing. And so she publishes a report that uses project 65 as a source and project 65 is going after our general counsel because we filed a law. Uh, maybe I have that confused with somebody else, but anyway, but yeah, go and, ahead. in 2022, uh, we filed a lawsuit against the uh, clerk of Detroit and the board of election inspector for a litany of election integrity issues. Um, them, um, you know, not following a proper signature verification process, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. using a machine, the reliable machine that, uh, you know, that prints, folds and stuffs and sends uh, absentee ballots and, and it connected to our uh, qualified voter file. Mm -hmm. a, a litany of issues of duplicating ballots outside of the law, an unlawful adjudication process. So we filed a lawsuit against the city of Detroit and the board of election inspectors. Then after that, the, this judge, he wouldn't hear any of our evidence, wouldn't listen to any of our witnesses, called us racist and threw the case out of court. Mm -hmm. Then this guy goes into retirement, comes out of retirement, and then hits us, tries to hit us with a fee for filing a frivolous lawsuit. Then Project 65 comes and tries to strip our attorney law license. And not just our, our both of the attorneys. So when you, as a person who claimed to be America first, pu push a report that uses Project 65 as a source, that, sheer, that purely shows the absolute lack of credibility. Because no person who's serious about election integrity will ever give any credibility to Project 65. Mm -hmm. They're a tyrannical organization because they're trying to scare people and use thuggish tactics to scare people and from wanting to try election integrity cases. So again, this is tie a weeds issue. So right. they they do things that for in order to get to the truth, you got to dive into the weeds. And most people aren't going to do that. Well, that's very true. So let's talk about the finances. Uh, how Where does the party stand in Michigan at this point? Well, we are in the black. Mm -hmm. um, you know, one of the things is, is when we took over this party, the party has experienced, you know, three cycles of absolute failure. Mm -hmm. And the former administration refused to turn over uh, any of the, the email lists, uh, they left us in over 600,000, roughly $600,000 in debt. And then since we won't, since I've become chair, it's been a, just a cyclical campaign to try to demonize our character, say we're crazy, say everything's on fire, say we're failing at our job. I mean, it was so bad that the individual who put together that 140 page, like dossier, the steel dossier, what, what it amounts to, they went around telling volunteers that they would 
go to jail if they volunteer with the party, uh, telling people they will be they're engaging in fraud and all kind of stuff. So it's been a real concerted effort. But despite that, all we are in the black. And the thing about it is, is that we are an America first party. And when you're a constitutionalist party and you can't be corrupted, none, none of our team, our team, we're we're a tight team. And our team, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like it's a test. You can't be corrupted. I, I will mm -hmm. not surround myself with corrupt or corruptible people. And so with that being said, we we have definitely pissed off some folks. Because if you look at it in the past, uh, the party was only funded by about 20 people, provided about 95, 98% of the funding. That's so Betsy Davos uh -huh. and that Betsy Davos and that crowd, essentially. Yeah. So those people haven't shared our vision. So they're mm -hmm. not going to fund the party. And if you mm -hmm. look, this isn't just unique to Michigan. If you look around America, like states like Nebraska, uh, mm -hmm. many other states who have America First chairs, they have ex uh, felt this this pull from the old guard who is looking to just ruin them. And, you know, we know their strategy. The strategy is chaos. But mm -hmm. I will tell you this, it's called chaos and to make it to where people aren't comfortable financially supporting the party. What I can tell you, Todd, what we are doing is we're really excited about our Good Neighbor program. And I think one of the most unsung American heroes is Steve Stern with his precinct strategy. Mm -hmm. And we're taking the precinct strategy and putting it on steroids. Our goal is to train as many American citizens as humanly possible on how our government works and how to, how to legitimately engage our government. One of the problems is that too many people just know to be mad. They know to be mad. I'm mad. Mm -hmm. I'm upset. I'm frustrated. And that's mm -hmm. the extent of it. It's not actual meaningful engagement in how to affect real political change. So how are you doing? I mean, I'm on the Miami-Dade Republican Executive Committee, and, and we've had issues in Miami. In fact, we've filed grievances with the RPOF because they won't respond to, and they're preventing a lot of people from coming on the committees. So are you, uh, I guess, open to new blood coming into these committees? And will you support the leadership? Like if in a county or I don't know how it's structured in Michigan, but uh, for instance, in Florida, in Miami-Dade, if they won't tell us how many people are on the committee, how many openings, when the openings come up, so you don't know when to run. I mean, and there's a lawsuit or at least threat of one over that. So are, will you support MAGA like wanting to come into the counties? Oh, oh, absolutely. We, mm -hmm. For one, the thing about it is MAGA who won all the precinct delegate slots. Mm -hmm. And what I'm experiencing at the state level, a lot of the counties are as well. And so mm -hmm. to your point, our Good Neighbor program is designed to bring new people into the party mm -hmm. because I am I'm doing I have a process I call dilution mm -hmm. because a lot of these people who are opposing me right now. I mean, I, if I could tell you, Ty, it would turn into the Jerry Springer show if I told you what these people are really about. Like one of the individuals who's leading the charge against me, there's pictures of her and Gretchen Whitmer. She's mm -hmm. taking pictures with Gretchen Whitmer and talking about how she has common ground with Gretchen Whitmer. That is that, that is obscene. To be mm -hmm. somebody on a Michigan Republican Party state committee, you're taking photos with Whitmer. Mm -hmm. I mean, these are the kind of people we're dealing with. These people have really just horrific past. Again, if I start getting into the details, it would turn to the Jerry Springer show. And mm -hmm. we're not interested in that. So we have a process. I have a process I call it dilution. And so we're recruiting everyday America first people, concerned citizens who have one goal, and that's to save the country. I believe we strengthen our party by more people, not less. And then because the strategy in the past has been to close everything off mm -hmm. and only a small amount of people can be involved in the party to maintain control. That is the opposite of what we're doing. That's why we have the Good Neighbor Program because the goal of the program and what's really cool about it is that we control the platform. So it's mm -hmm. no big tech. I don't have to worry about Google or Amazon or Facebook. 
none of this stuff. It is our own closed platform. And on our closed platform, people sign up, they get direct communication. They're, we're trained, we want people to know who is all of your elected officials. How do you engage them? How do you go to a meeting? How do you file a FOIA request? How do you how do you conduct yourself at a meeting? And what how I came up with the idea is I was campaigning for SOS in Flint. And this woman was telling me how they were concerned that some of the dollars from the Flint water crisis had been stolen. And mm-hmm. so I asked her, I said, do you know what a FOIA request is? And she's mm-hmm. like, no. And in mm-hmm. that moment, I realized that most citizens have no idea how to engage their government. They just know how to be mad. And that's not sufficient. Because my other concern, Todd, is if you if we just keep getting people riled up and riled up like what happened in 2024, people are, it's going to go kinetic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's going to go kinetic if we don't have a meaningful way for people to actually have better political representation. And so the Good Neighbor Program is our catalyst and how do people get to that? How do people get to that? They go to our website, migop.org, mm-hmm. migop.org, and they sign right up and then they get right into the classes and it's all online training. It's online training. And then we're creating an environment where I can connect directly with the delegates because my goal, Todd, is to create such a system. If the chair is a complete scoundrel, liberty still reigns. Mm-hmm. We cannot have an environment where the Republican Party either succeeds or fails based on whether or not the chair is a decent person. We can't have that. So we want constitution because this is beyond the party. Yes, I'm a wool dot Republican, but I'm a constitutionalist first. Because mm-hmm. if the Republican Party goes off the rails, I won't be a part of it anymore. So we want to make sure that constitutionalism prevails. That starts with educated citizens. So I'll give you a great example. So in Green Township, and now this wasn't a project we we we, we vocally supported them and showed up to protest, you know, and, and helped spread the word, but as far as the organization, we weren't involved. So I don't want to seem like I'm taking credit for something that we weren't involved right. in at that level. But in Green Township in Macosta County, there was a situation where Goshen LTD, the CCP Chinese battery factory company, was trying to build a battery factory in mid-Michigan, right on Muskegon River, right where we grow a lot of our food, and 100 miles from Camp Grayling, which is the largest National Guard training facility in the United States of America. And so elected officials here in Michigan we're trying to allow them to build a battery factory. Mm-hmm. So the residents within Green Township organized, told their neighbors, protested, showed up to uh, township meetings. They were unrelenting. And guess what they did? They recalled the entire board. They recalled the entire board. And now it's not a thing. That shows you the power of local organization. And that's why I think I'm so hated, Todd. That's why I believe I'm so hated. Because we are pushing power down to the people. We are not a top-down organization. We're not. We're believing pushing power down to the people. But what I won't put up with is saboteurs, people mm-hmm. who spread lies, sow division, Whitmer supporters, and all these other people. I'm not going to put up with someone who takes pictures with Gretchen Whitmer. You know, so then these people, they try to use our call for more community organizing and more involvement as a opportunity to inject themselves and cause chaos and confusion. And that is something I won't put up with. But what we will do is be training as many citizens as humanly possible on their constitutional rights and how to make sure they're exercising those rights at the city, at the county, and at the state level. Well, thank you, Christina. Uh, last question. Was there, first, is there anything else you want to get out? Um, I mean, there, there's just a lot. We just want the, the goal. This, this project is I'm really trying to encourage other people nationally to develop something in their own state as well. Because 
you know, Todd, the only way we're going to save our country is by every citizen. It's not every, of course, you'll never get every, but as many citizens as humanly possible knowing mm -hmm. what to do. Because the problem is, is that most people know to be mad and that's it. It's the reason why a lot of people don't vote. Yeah. You know, in a country of 300 million people, how many people are actually mm -hmm. voting? Not enough. Mm -hmm. We don't have, why don't a lot of citizens vote? Because they feel as though it's no point. They feel it's no point and they feel the elections are rigged. And in many regards, the elections are rigged. That's why we're trying to change. So our goal is to make sure that we have secured, honest elections and that we have better political representation by an educated public. Those two things together are the keys to our liberty. Gotcha. So uh, Laura's been saying she wants you on her show. Are you open to doing that and talking? I would about abs come, absolutely come on her show. Now she hasn't contacted me. She has my number because I have texted her. So uh -huh. if she would have me on her show, I absolutely would come on her show. Christina, thanks so much for the interview. Appreciate it. I know you're very busy and, and stressed out. So thanks a lot. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> All right. Take care. Bye. All right.